here before us, we have two very visible signs of that good news of which we sing. Good news to share, good news to give away. We've got our shoeboxes lovingly put together uh, for Operation Christmas Child. Has anyone else got any shoeboxes here to bring forward, or have we got them all here at the moment? And we've also got this whole squadron of knitted angels ready to fly. So the shoeboxes and the angels have both got journeys to make. We're going to hear a little bit more about the knitted angels in a moment. But first, we're going to look to the screen to see a video for this year from Operation Christmas Child to show you some of the wonderful surprises that are inside these boxes. The countdown happens, and the cheers just erupt everywhere. They jump up with joy. They jump up with smiles. They've just now got their boxes. They're opening them. And the fun is watching the children. This could be the first present that they've ever received. These children just received the shoe boxes. You can see how excited they are. Christmas child gifts really touches children's heart. This shoebox is a demonstration of the love of God. During distribution, we tell children that there is a God who created us and who loved us. Jesus loves you. Ah, good. Once you pack the shoebox, from there they'll be sent all around the world. And that is only the beginning. After children receive gifts, we welcome them to the Greatest Journey 12 Lesson Discipleship Program. The program introduces them to Jesus Christ and teaches them stories from the Bible. It sets a good Christian foundation for them and sends them on a brand new journey of life. Isn't it incredible to see the impact these simple gifts are making in the lives of children all over the world? Millions of boys and girls are hearing and responding in faith and then taking the gospel truly to the ends of the earth. A lot of these children, their life is absolutely transformed. Jesus said, let them come to me. And we're in the middle of bringing the children to Jesus. What amazes me the most is the miracles in each box. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your continued support. Many children around the world still need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. We always need more shoeboxes. So keep packing. Thank you. And God bless. And we know these boxes will be received with the same enthusiasm and joy at Christmas. So thank you to all those who have made shoeboxes and all the love that you have put inside. And likewise, these angels. I hope that after the service you'll get a chance to come and have a look at the angels. You can look, but you can't take them away much as you'd like to. Um, And you can just see how individual they are and how much love and detail has gone into knitting these. 
Um, I'd like to say that I did most of these <laughs> myself. <laughs> but I couldn't. I can't lie. Not in church, can I? So uh, we need Janet to come and tell us. Uh, where is Janet? The other Janet, not this one. <laughs> Janet's going to come and tell us uh, on behalf of the craft group that made all of these angels, uh, the story behind them. I'm amazed they're still standing. <laughs> um, so the Christmas angels is something that I've always been interested in, and it started a long, long time ago, um, and it originated from North Shields and Whitley Bay Methodist Circuit, and it's supported by the Newcastle Methodist District. And they met together, and their aim was to share God's love and to bless the community in public places with a Christmas message, reminding people of the Christmas message. So the idea is you, you knit an angel, you attach a tag with a Christmas message on, and then you leave it for others to find. A little bit different to the rocks that you find and then rehide. These are for people to take. So they're going to be placed in shops, on buses and trains, benches, outside schools um, and I do know one's going to Australia so that is amazing so starting on the 10th of December all over the country people who have um, taken part in this will distribute them on that, um, from that date some of ours will go out a little bit earlier because we have the Christmas um, lights on here and I thought that would be an ideal opportunity to put some around. Um, I would just like to say a very big thank you to everybody who has helped in any way, um, supplied the wool, knitted um, our craft group. We had friends here and friends of friends here. We had Steeple Bumstead Craft Group help us out, and we have done over 450 angels. Um, and thank you to Cathy for doing the labels. Very good. Just want to say that in the Christmas story, angels always come with a message to share, and that's what our aim is to share God's love and to bless our community. So, um, thank you very much to all those that helped. Thank you thank very much, Janet. Thank you. And we can see the angels that couldn't make it onto the table, but will make it into our town this Christmas. So let us now commission and dedicate these shoeboxes and angels. Let us pray. Father, firstly, we pray your blessing on these shoeboxes and on the mission of Operation Christmas Child. We pray for 
the hurting children and their families whose lives will be touched and blessed by these boxes. We pray that through these gifts, the hearts of the children and their families will be open to your love and the message of your grace through Jesus Christ. And we pray also for the children and their families who are suffering in the desperate circumstances of poverty, sickness or war. That through the love of others you will meet their physical, mental and spiritual needs. May these shoeboxes make their hearts glad this Christmas and open doors for the proclamation of the good news. Amen. And Father, we thank you for these Christmas angels, each one lovingly made, each one ready to surprise someone in our town with a message of love. We pray that you will guide and send these angels to those who need to know they are loved and remembered this Christmas. May each one find a home and be a reminder of your living presence made known to us in Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Sarah and Muratala. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In this tumultuous world, teach us the lessons of your holy word and make us your true followers. Amen. I wonder how many of you have heard of the game called Swing Ball. Uh, I'm going to put a picture on the screen of Swing Ball being played. Has anybody ever played Swing Ball? Yeah. Okay, quite a good number, quite a good number. Well, Swing Ball is a way of playing tennis without ever losing the ball. This is a good thing. And it's best played out of doors, I would say, and not in a confined space. And the objective is to out-hit your opponent. So as the ball swings round, you hit it more often than they do, and you get the ball and string to the top or the bottom of the spiral and then you know who the winner is. And if you played it, you know it's not without its dangers. It can get quite aggressive. And apparently the Scottish First Minister, Nicola Sturgeon, was hit on the head uh, playing swing ball, and apparently you can see it online if you would like to. <laughs> there is evidence. And at times, our experience of life can be a little bit like swing ball. 
when we are on our game, we hit the mark and we are pleased and things are going well. It might be a job well done or a task accomplished, a happy relationship, hitting our targets, something that went well, just as planned. In those times, we are winning at the game of life. We are heading to the top, and it makes us feel good and happy. And God, you were there, every winning shot. And then at other times in our life, and on our bad days, it's like everything is going against us. And then at those times in the swing ball of life, we're up against it. And try as we might, we're missing every shot. Whether it's making a mistake, unexpected bad news, family strife, some misfortune. It's like our opponent has got the upper hand. And that ball is just whizzing by us, but going nowhere. And it feels like we are on the brink of defeat, on the losing side. And sometimes we feel like just walking away and giving up. And God, where were you anyway? In the swing ball of life, how is it going for you today? How is it for you this morning? Do you need a word of hope? Do you need a word of reassurance? Well, let us look at the word of God for you today. The teaching of Jesus that we just heard read to us from Luke chapter 21, verses 5 to 19, is what I'm going to call a swing ball scripture. A swing ball scripture. Well, what do I mean? Well, there's a fierce contest going on in this passage of scripture. Back and forth, positive shots and negative hits. And to be honest, it's hard to make sense of it and understand who's winning and who's losing. It seems every good point is countered by something bad. For example, boom, look, Jesus, at this wonderful temple, these beautiful stones, these expensive gifts. What a homage to God. How solid it looks. Great point. And then, thwack, 
comes back with a reply from Jesus. All of this will soon be demolished. Not one stone will be left upon another. And it will be left for the time team to pick over its ruins. And so the swing ball flies past and again. Another shot of bad news. Thwack, there will be earthquakes. Thwack, there will be famines. Thwack, there will be plagues. But, boom, good news, do not be terrified. And then, here it comes at us again. Thwack, you will be arrested. Thwack, you will be brought before the rulers. Thwack, you will be persecuted. Ouch, that hit my head. But, boom, prepare no speech in advance. You will be given wise words from God to say. Words that they cannot deny. You'll have a chance to tell your story. And those disciples must have thought, hang on, Lord. I'm not sure I can handle this. It's all too much. I'm stuck here in the middle. And then it carries on. Thwack. Some of you will be put to death. Now that is game over. We are lost. And we have lost. But, wait a minute. Here it comes. Boom. Not a hair on your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. And so, ultimately win this swing ball contest of life and faith. How can that be, Lord? Unless, Lord, you mean my life is eternally secure in you. Yes, truly, this is a swing ball scripture. It all seems counterintuitive. It goes against all that we might expect or hope for. There are no definite guarantees here. No firm predictions. No easy solutions. And yet, strangely, Lord, that rings true with my life's experience, my swing ball life. And it rings true with history. Those words of Jesus in Luke 21 were fulfilled. The temple fell. Those first disciples were persecuted. And many gave their lives for the sake of the name of Jesus and his gospel. 
And yes, those words of Jesus are still being fulfilled, even as we sit here today. Wars, earthquakes, famines, plagues, still making the headlines today. The church of Jesus Christ is still being persecuted. And still we are being invited to trust and not be afraid. Though at times we wonder, is God in control? Is God steering things correctly? Is God steering things rather like we would steer a sailing boat? He is pushing the tiller in the opposite direction to the way he wants to go. He knows what he is about. God is sovereign, and his purposes are very much still on course. And we dare to believe today that all things work together for good to those that love God and who are called according to his purpose. And that God, our good shepherd, has prepared a table before us, nourishment, spiritual strength, a table in the presence of mine enemies. However bad things come, we shall not be overwhelmed. We shall overcome. We shall be more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are eternally secure. He has saved our souls. And God who did not spare his own son, from such sufferings and trials, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Yes, life can seem like the game of swing ball. Yes, we have to contest with these Swing ball scriptures. And ultimately, whatever you face, whatever I face this week, this month, this lifetime, it is enough for you to say and for me to say in my trials, I am in crisis but I am in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. In the quietness, let us reflect on God's good news for each one of us today.
how sweet the sound, how grace abounds. We will praise you, Lord, our rescuer. Amen.